too short for the light too light too short for the light too short light too short for the light 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 too short for the light too short light too short for the light too light too short for the bullshit. Nigga hit me up and told me somebody done shot him Got the club going up cause we started from the bottom R.I.P. my nigga, can somebody pop a bottle? Now the rose ain't popping, I'ma pour it on the model Let's have a pool party, get them bitches in the grotto Little nigga with a 40 since a young and been a problem Ain't had no role model, so who you think done taught him? In the streets we racing, racing And the nigga been patient, patient And these other niggas hating, hating Cause the paper I'm chasing, chasing Nigga, why? Life too short for the bullshit Bullshit, nigga, said he like too short for the bullshit But the bullshit, nigga, I like too short for the bullshit But the bullshit, nigga, said he like too short for the bullshit For the bullshit, yes, the sir bullshit. Uh, <laughs> We are back, it is good to be here uh, and just like the song says, I hope that everybody understands that if there is bullshit in your life, please cut that shit out because you never know That's when it's your time. You cannot be preoccupied with any type of bullshit in your life. Well, you have to live every day to the fullest. I know it's kind of cliche, like live every day to the fullest, but I mean, you got to at least attempt this shit mm-hmm. to live every day to the fullest. You can't let shit distract you and, you know, be bogged down by petty shit. You can't, you can't do that. Nigga, car stickers are just like clocks. Broken clocks. That motherfucker's still right. That's a fact. That shit wrong. That's a fact. Uh, speaking of bullshit, we're just going to stop bullshit and then get to the actual intro. Y'all ready? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK Podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Herb Nizzle. And in the building, as always. J to the R. And we have to, real quick, I know last week uh, we missed uh, a show, and I have to say that I apologize. I won't get into the details of why we missed last week, but I will just personally apologize for last week. Uh, life happens. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta make sure you do everything that you can to keep the people in your life safe and to be as prudent as possible. But we here this week. Let's go. We this in the building. Um, um, go ahead. I just want to say, um, I don't think you should avoid that conversation. You I think what? there's a way you can do it that'll be important because it is a PSA for ah, lack of a better term I agree. I agree. for people yeah, yeah. so I don't really want you to like air out nobody obviously I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. but okay, okay. this is a PSA for okay. people to understand because you said I, I feel you okay. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel you, I feel you. Um, so real quick uh, if uh, you are unaware there is a uh, COVID remix going out they have a, they have a new remix take with that, Diddy that, and put uh, Busta Rhymes and all of them on the remix um this shit is real and now we have to take even more precautions even if we are vaccinated i know everybody in this room Black is facts. vaccinated and protected but with double this facts. variant double v, uh double facts <laughs> with this variant we still have to take precautions because this shit ain't no joke and if you are around people Mm-hmm. And you're doing things and you, you're exposing yourself to people. You have to make sure those people are on the same page with you. Right. 
they have to be on the same page. And I know it's tough because we have friends and family members who we love and want to spend time around. We have to make sure that they are on the same page. And if not, then we have to take the precautions mm -hmm. that we need to take in order to be able to spend time. Had that be a mask, uh, social distancing, whatever, you know, whatever have you. Right. We have to make those decisions. And I know it's difficult. It can be kind of uncomfortable and awkward. I was just going to say it in a different way and I think wait, you, no, wait, wait, wait. you were really being I was I was really to get, nice yeah, I was trying to that be. way. I was trying to be. I would just simply say um if anyone is out there and you're like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get married. I'm about to have a good ass life. I'm about to have this great thing going on." Guess what? You should ask the people in your marriage party, "Um have you been vaccinated?" If yeah. you have not, yeah. guess what? You're exposing people who are about to go on their honeymoon and everything else to problems. And That's on top of that, people who just care about their own family. That's a fact. That's a fact. We have to understand how connected we are. Um, and we have to respect each other in that way. You have to Indeed. respect people that ha may have loved ones or people that they have to go to that they don't want to get exposed because this is marriage season yeah yeah it is and um so with that being said get vaccinated if you can do the research don't come in with no anecdotal bullshit about your cousin said and you got off youtube and all this other shit if you ain't gone to your healthcare provider your doctor i don't want to hear what the fuck you got to say right. if you're not comfortable I've, I've changed my stance if you're not comfortable that's fine but don't act like you're good. in the clear you're and you're good. mingling around people without taking the proper precautions. If that's what you're going to do, mm -hmm. if that's what you're going to do, don't mingle around people like you like you like you're good. So we we speak about uh, you guys will hear me say a lot about maturity in the situation of how we handle it, how we approach this. This is a this is it's it's still new, it's still fresh, but we've come along within the last year and a half to understand that there's two sides to the mass. Mm -hmm. There's a side of maturity, but then there's a side of civility. You gotta, you have to think about those who, who, who you could affect. That's is basically yeah. what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And we, I, I see a lot of people who are making decisions for themselves, but they're not also considering others. And if we, if we work from that basis of considering others first, I think we'll, we'll come out ahead. Uh, we have to put a stronger emphasis on that. And I want to end this right now because I know we got other things yeah, to talk yeah, about. Because yeah, yeah. we want to get real quick into the idea of being a 48-year-old male and understanding the crisis of not understanding what HIV was. If you understand how crazily people misunderstood how you can transmit AIDS, mm, mm -hmm. let's please understand this is way easier to transmit. Yes. And can give you the same result being death. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. Cough, breathing, not not even doing anything harmful. You have no symptoms. You can pass this. That's the similarities, but also the idea of people just not understanding like, no, you're still dangerous. Yeah. Even if you're vaccinated, you can pass this on to sure. other people. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about just be careful with your people, be loving with your people, with your people, and understand that this is how you get past that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. look out. Yeah. Yeah. You you said a key word, right? To me, <clears throat> this this whole thing is about respect. 
know what I'm saying? If you showing that you can't put on a mask, I mean, you, you can talk about being a patriot and talk about how much you love our country and all this this stuff that you want to say, but if you, you can't put on a mask, how much respect do you have for the Amer- the American that lives or standing beside you or, or, or whatever? And, and then on top of that, if you standing there with a mask and you unvaccinated, then you just basically saying you have no respect for any fucking body. But you have to do one or the other. Like if you're if you're unvaccinated and let's just say you're unvaccinated and you can't get the vaccine. Let's just say you you know you're uh, autoimmune deficient. Autoimmune deficient. Yes, and, and, you can you, be pregnant. Yeah, you, you can be lots of things. And you can't get it right. Then those people who want to get it but can't get it, social distance. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they wear their hands. mask. They wash their hands. They take those precautions. Sanitize. So if you can't, if you can get the vaccine and you choose not to, then you have to do the same thing. You have to do the same thing. You can't just act like you're you're all good. It's not about you, the individual. I mean, until you get past that point, it it, it it's almost like it defeats the purpose of having a conversation. If, if you gonna keep on coming back to you as an individual, you and what your liberties are. If if your brother or your mother or your sister or your father or whomever was affected directly by the bullshit that you was doing, you would probably act differently. But but because it's not somebody that's directly related to you, it's fuck it or it's no yeah. big deal or yeah. I'm going to listen to the propaganda. Yeah. It's just a matter of respect. Bro. You don't got to do nothing. It, it, why is it so difficult to put a... I, I know that you know it's, it may be uncomfortable. It may be difficult to breathe. It could be a whole bunch of shit. But if it's saving at least one person's life, tell me why it's not working. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, real quick. Um, <clears throat> being somebody that is vaccinated but still wears their mask... I'm gonna tell you what, from my standpoint, we don't enjoy this shit either. Thank we you. don't enjoy this shit either. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I had to change up my whole fucking beard regimen because the beard, the mask I was wearing every day was fucking cutting my shit off. I don't know if y'all can see like the top of my shit, but it was thinning out at the top. Like I had patches and shit, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So I had to switch my shit up so that way I could help it grow a little bit more because it was looking like my shit was like patchy and shit. Mm-hmm. I had to change that shit up. This shit's not fun, but guess what? I'm gonna do this shit because I don't want to kill the motherfucker next to me. And also, let me say this. This is not a for our community. This is no conspiracy type scenario. I know some of y'all think y'all the third eye strong, but not when it comes to this. This is this has absolutely nothing to do with the African American community. I watched a clip of somebody saying the other day, "When's the last time they ever had a vaccine and they wanted the black people to get it first and to get it the most and this and this?" And I thought, nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> because, because let me tell you why. Because there's another nigga who will take those words and then, because you know, YouTube is the Bible to an idiot. YouTube nigga. is the Bible. Google is the Bible to an idiot. Twitter, Facebook, so, it's a bunch so of Bible got, idiots. So now there is. So you telling me I can't learn from TikTok? Is that what the fuck <laughs> you telling me? Think, think. Oh shit! And, and so please understand that when people in India are suffering from it, there's no one black there. When people in Germany are suffering, there are some blacks there, but they're not targeting the the 0.01% of African-Americans <laughs> who live in Germany. So this is a worldwide issue. I know you got the Tuskegee and, and other incidences where in America only we had issues. This is not that. Okay, just come to grips with that. I know you want it to be. I know you won't. This has nothing to do with the black struggle. But it's it's just like Hex is saying this week in the war room. Um, 
it is first of all, like you just said, it is a worldwide issue. And on top of that, I mean, unless you have somebody that's been directly affected, then it's going to be hard for you to talk on it yeah. or, or to speak intelligently on what's going on here. Unless you talk to somebody who is an expert at it and knows more than you do because that's what smart people do. They talk to people who are smarter than them about yes. issues. And we kind of had a conversation about all this before. Let's be clear on a few things. Give me a sec. So now everybody who's vaccinated already understands we can do this. Um, there are many things going on at the same time. For one, yeah, you can really like not understand something and feel like your belief supersedes seeds. Mm -hmm. everything that is about what you understand. The right. arrogant idiot. That doesn't make... Again, hold on, hold on, no, because because we, we did talk about this before. But again, you can be ignorant and not be an idiot. The problem is you can be led by people who are idiots. Yes, and on top of that, you can be led by people who are so ideological that they don't care about you surviving. They just need their numbers. <laughs> and guess what? You keep procreating like you do, so it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But we do a lot of things in life that just work that way. The fact that many of us, well, all of us in this group, have been born on the right side of history mm -hmm. doesn't escape the fact that we deal with people all the time who simply have no real understanding of the other side of history. That's why we do this podcast. Mm -hmm. We really understand that you have no idea what we live with. You have no idea what our lives are like. You think that because we make relatively the same amount of money that we live the same life. No, we don't. I live in an all-black neighborhood. And I say all-black, I'm talking about over 90%. Well, majority. Yeah, majority. Over 90%, yeah. just like you did when yeah. you were living in this area. This is a real thing, and everybody's like, oh, so y'all live a different life. <laughs> no. Niggas are niggas everywhere. And the difference is, as black people, we can't afford to be niggas with COVID. Because well, our, our whole relationships are different from others. Mm -hmm. They handle things differently. They deal with one another differently. This is not a all for hey, let's just go out and cough in each other's faces for life. Yep. No, we don't live that life. But we have to be representative enough because we are what they would call the middle class. Okay, because well, I don't think anyone in this house is upper middle class. But we grew up in a different, different zone, a different scenario, a different world. And that is when mama said, don't touch the stove because it's hot, then it's hot. And if you choose to, you can get burnt, but you ain't gonna get burnt twice. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get burnt twice. So, because the second time is when mama jumps down and beats your head in. So either you learn for first time, or you or you're not the type that you even can learn. Well, again, I want I want to specify what I'm. Some of y'all want to be so intellectually astute, it is sickening. But I want get but your I, education up, then you can be. The person who, who, who flaunts their education. And you're 1,000% right about the idea. What I'm talking about is things that we have seen in history. And I know my man, who also understands history like me, will understand that when Germany was being taken over by Hitler, 
it took years of just funneling information through people to understand that you got intelligent people who misdirected their intelligence because they wanted to believe in fitting into a box or fitting into an ideal. And this is what's going on with the person who followed Hitler in being Donald Trump. They're not as, who those, brought, were, those weren't intelligent people. No, again, those again, were people again, who got great grades. If you, if you think they're not intelligent people, then understand you make these a are the decision. same scientists that we brought over to America to advance our science. What I'm trying to no, 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 who were the intelligent? Were the intelligent people the people that were selling the, the story, or the people that were following the bullshit that was being sold to them? We can talk this story in two different ways. We can talk it in terms of history, where we talk about Germany. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving fear. No fear. No, no. Okay, Ran if you, those if individuals you, who who if follow, you, if you want to believe that. Stuff. But at the beginning of it, you're dealing with people who are scientists. You're dealing with people who are doing other things. And you're talking about regular people who think that they understand where their life is about to go. And then once you get too deep, you can't ha can't get back. And that's the people I think you're speaking about when I'm saying that you simply are, I'm pointing at him, bro. That's I'm, what I was saying. No, I'm just, come on, all right, come on, all right, power, all right, power. Well, I'm just saying, because, because, what I'm saying, because when you get specific in a story like Germany, the problem is, is Germany's issues didn't affect India, South America. They South, did. Ecuador, Peru, it but, did not. They didn't give a fuck. So That's world, part of why world, the black community deals with what we deal with. White world doesn't care what happens to Negroes. So therefore, they're not literally affected by this no different. So that intellectual idiot that I'm referring to, mm -hmm. you can't have someone tell you one thing if you are educated enough to know the answer. Like, I, you, I could literally not convince you what the state capital is if you already know the state capital. There was a... Um, you, I cannot. I, I don't matter how I sexually put it, cause then you can't be the intellectually astute individual. You can be you can be the moron dressed as an, as an intellectual, but you can't, be, you can't be both. You can't get the answers wrong on Jeopardy and still tell yourself you're a genius. That's what you're trying to... I got the answers wrong. <laughs> I got the answers wrong on Jeopardy. Hold on, but... But see, we, we see those people every day who yes, because as what I said, the intellectual let, idiot. Let, 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 let me give you example. So, I was watching uh, CNN right, and they had nurses on there, like healthcare workers, mm -hmm. who wouldn't get the vaccine. And they were talking to them, and they were saying, you know, well, you know, the uh, the effectiveness of the vaccine is ninety percent. Mm -hmm. And then one of the nurses was like, well, I don't know if that's true. And the dude was like, no, that's. That's that's facts. Like that's what the study showed. That's facts. And she was like, "But are they?" Yes. Because guess what happens in America? You can feel. See, that's the one. This is the only place. It's not. You're allowed to feel. You know the people washing up on the ocean in India, who are like, "We just wish we had access to vaccine." What makes them different than that nurse? Other than the fact that they're dealing with death. She's surrounded in an environment where she's she knows better. She hasn't done less. She's done the right proper things, which is why she's not dead yet. Mm -hmm. And then she can't. And then she's so intellectually astute that she can't realize your immune system is keeping your ass alive. You you can't even realize that. And you're a nurse. That makes you the intellectual who did the work. You got the grades, but you're the idiot because you're still trying to fight true science and 
the actual information that comes as a result of action. When they couldn't People agree are on, dying. I thought of Irv when they were talking. When you can't agree on the facts of the numbers, I'm like, bro, if we can't, we can't even facts, agree we on the no fact facts, this, at yeah. all. Yeah. At all. If how many times who's debating the, the scientists? Name a scientist how many, the facts. How many times over the last year have we argued with the fact that, like you just said, easy, if we can't actually pick out what the facts are because so much bullshit gets pushed around and so much belief gets pushed around and this is not about religion mm-hmm. this is about what people want to believe in where do you get your information no, no, no. from to become but, but again but again if there is bullshit in everybody's household and we're dealing with every news outlet that's out there right if there's bullshit in everybody's household how do you figure out how to say to people, this is the news. This is the real truth. This is what it is. And everybody in this room has had the argument where we were saying, look, where is the good news coming from? What where, what can we believe in? <laughs> what can we know? And there, it, it doesn't really exist. We have to filter through. Yeah. And when you filter through, you filter through with your brain as well as the brain of the people who brought it to you. And all I'm simply saying is, we are in this problem where we keep on dealing with, we need somebody to figure out, and just because McConnell and his bullshit team decided to get on track with, yeah, we losing people too, does not mean that he's right. It just simply means that we are in a situation where Everyone needs to listen to somebody. And McConnell probably to this day will still not say, hey, we, you know, you really should listen to Fauci. They well, don't he, he did, he they did don't come out last week and say that we need to stop this shit with the anti-vaccine rhetoric. And that's only because he's seen more people die who actually could vote for them. His voters. Uh, well, I was going to simply say that um, mm-hmm. in order to get where you're going, KG, you have to first decide that you want to that challenge you want it. it. Yeah. That you want to yeah. challenge that. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, Hex is talking about who's astute. And that that's, who who do we define to be these people? And you have to want to challenge, you want to, have to want to hear another thing to now process that. A lot of people just take the first thing and run. Everyone believes that there are intelligent people on each side. What they don't believe is that they can believe the intelligent people on the other side because we think they're smart enough to work around the facts and make it work for them. And that's Trump's fucking evil superpower. Yep. He actually got everyone to believe, and that's why I brought it back to Hitler, was about actually being able to in- intelligently argue something that is such bullshit. But here's where, if I, that uh, makes any but here's sense where, here's where I come at that from. You remember at the beginning when 45 was was telling you it was a hoax? Yes. Anybody still saying it's a hoax? No. You remember when? One no. motherfucker is still saying it's a hoax. Mm-hmm. So they so somewhere where they moved the needle on hoax to okay, it's real. So okay, hold on. What what meeting? Who what what, what Trump speech did he give where he was like, it's kinda real now. I'm trying to figure out what's kinda the, real. I'm, I'm trying to what figure out happened? I'm trying to figure out what the so at first it was like kind of passively, aggressively throwing shade at vaccines and masks with Fauci. Like that was the first thing. And now it's like, all right, we know people are dying. Like these people aren't just dying to die. 
right? We know that. So it's like, okay, so are you saying that the vaccine doesn't work? They're not saying that because they're telling people to get the vaccine. They don't want to wear masks. I don't know what the Republican conservative That's what I just said start at the beginning. He first said it didn't exist. It's a hoax. So if you're going to tell people that they're intellectually allowed to have that same opinion because their version of Hitler said it, mm-hmm. why have you changed your opinion now? Why is it no longer a hoax out in the streets? They, they, they seem, what happened? They, they, what they, happened? They, they, they seem, what happened? These what did cr- Trump they, the cronies they, or, or the people who follow people such as this, they seem to put their decision in a kind of a pur- purgatory. Yes. They mm. put it in a, in, in a space where... When I'm ready to now say, so either way I can go. It has we, to be able to move. It has right. to be able to move. It has to be, you yeah. know, and and that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. See, we got to kind of come out and make people because say it's not what, a fact in purgatory. Right. right. It's simply a breeding ground a where breeding you can ground. have yes. one way to go or another way to go. Right. That's, I call right. it going left when I go right. When they go right. only way yes. to go right. Once I go left first. Yes. yes. And, the, and the truth is it's such a disadvantage because, because the truth can only go one way. Right? The, on, the truth mm-hmm. can only go forward. It can go one way. This is what the truth is. Mm-hmm. But lies and deceit can just like kind of... And I'm going to tell like y'all right got, now. Lies and y'all deceit made me handles, argue nigga. with my goddamn brother because... God damn it, it's so hard to explain <laughs> stupidity when we're trying to have a logical argument about fixing some shit and we had to have a fucking argument at the fucking uh, meeting war this room. weekend when it was at the war room just because we were just trying to figure out how to explain the dummies, not necessarily all dummies, but pragmatic people who, well, I shouldn't call them pragmatic. People who are trying ignorant. No, yeah, ignorant yeah, is the right word. No, no. Whether you whether you meant that or not, ignorant is good. In ignorant people who want to keep a belief and also want to change their minds at the same time, and you have to work on those people for the masses to be able to survive. But now our point is about us telling the truth. So it doesn't really matter whether they agree with us or not. The facts are the facts. But but it depends on what's important to you. The the the, the bad yes. thing about yes. it is the Your people that are in the people that are in charge, the people that are in politics, the people who make the laws. Their number one goal, unfortunately, is it's, not to keep people alive. That is not their number one goal. No, it's not. Their That's number it. one goal is to get reelected. That's is it. to stay in power. And they power. will they will Influence. tell they will right. tell people who want to believe a certain thing, whatever it is they want to believe because they feel like if enough of y'all stay alive, y'all will put me back I in power. I will lie to you repeatedly, fucking repeatedly, to get you to vote against your interests. Repeatedly. You, you know what? You know what's worse? I will tell you the lie you want to hear. Call mine. It's the same thing. Bro. Yeah, right, right. But lying to you is like, okay, well, if I lie to you, I'm going to tell you some shit that I made up. I will tell you the the shit that you want to hear. How many times or how long do you have to be lied to before you say, hey, you know, maybe these motherfuckers ain't got to lie. Don't lie about that shit. Okay, okay. If we're going to have that that argument, Mm -hmm. then we have to understand that there are people right now in America fighting for coal mines. And I'm not picking at those people. I'm trying to make an idea of the extremes that live within our area who are telling you 
No, we have to keep our coal mines. And these are people who have died and buried people from black lung. I'm not, I'm who saying, are still see, telling you but they that also I, survived off that same who are still lifestyle. telling you that I need to have this even though one in four of my kids will get a chance to go to college because but of they so will, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I, but I'm a special interest telling you that I want you to be interested in my interests right you're a fucking elected leader bro there should be a difference in somebody that's telling you to get on board with what you want me to do between somebody that I've elected to make the best decision Collective. for but we all just the people argued that that's not the way it goes. Wait, right, I'm right. not. That, that's what I'm. I agree with what I'm saying. Is One thousand. Why the fuck we? <laughs> And that's the problem. We've gone beyond choosing people. We have, we, we, have, we have gone beyond choosing the people that we want to, to lead us in the best direction to choosing the people that say the things we want to hear. I guess, Jake, what I'm asking is. We, well, we choose the people we want to say we're going to be here. Regardless of whether or not it's the best thing for us, as long as you're saying the shit that I want to hear, if you tell me the vaccine might be bullshit, but you got the vaccine. Come you on. got it, of course, through your veins. As long as you're telling me what I want to hear, I'll vote for you. There's a segment of society that I agree mind. has those feelings, but I'm not going to say to everybody. No, not everybody. No, 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 right. no, no it's, everybody. Just, it's just everybody who would follow the instructions or the, follow the leader of a moron must thus also be morons. That's just all it is. You, you, <laughs> but, you, but, you can't but, be a genius. But, you you but, can't but, walk can't into the that. fire. See, because again, that's but, what we, we keep doing. That's America. But, but, but America, my, my, I guess, I guess my question thing I was trying to avoid. We do this thing. We don't want to dog folks because it's not nice to just speak bluntly. We don't want to dog folks because it's just not nice to speak bluntly. But if you walk into a fire and you find yourself burnt, it doesn't matter that Mitch McConnell told you you wouldn't get burnt. It doesn't matter that Donald Trump told you it wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be that hot. Put a little doxychloroquine on it. And unfortunately, what happens is they still walking into the fire. They still walk into the fire. They end up burnt. And now, uh, guess what's happening? Now, Mitch McConnell says, uh, we got to stop this anti-vaccine rhetoric that's going on on the Facebook. <laughs> oh, the dumb Facebook, right? What did Hannity say this week? Uh, yeah, it's really, it's, we got to get these shots and people got to, come on, we got to take this serious. Y'all were the same ones promoting. It's a whole Talking shit about Fauci. Trump is yeah. dope. He knows everything. And he and so they had he had cheerleaders. Trump had cheerleaders for his fucked up message. And then they, guess what? But no one has to cheer. Because the cheerleaders yell the school name does not make you yell it back. If if you feel like yelling it back. I just want to understand why his cheerleaders look like turtles and niggas you never would have dated in high school and why y'all still follow shout out to big addison because they got a thing. Even know, shout out to the gang big they, addison in the building gang, gang. there's a thing gang. called if you ain't with us you then must be with them with them if you don't support that you must hate that if you don't give kudos to that you must not support that. we got a thing it's a yin yang thing that the media and along with these cuckoos have literally done out in public. But what the funny part about it is, where is the Republican base or the GOP base when they now hear McConnell hey. say, get your shots? Hey, you know, Nick Tip. What did he find out? Like, what did Easy say? Trump got his shot and told y'all, man, don't worry about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Steve Scalise just got his this week. Look, as he's taking the band, y'all need to go get your shot. Go get your shit now because I got my I got my first shot, so all y'all need to go get your first shot. As he's taking the band aid off his arm. Cause Cause enough, I, got that, I got that two days ago. Because <laughs> because enough what? of enough of his base is dying. 
They were already dying out before. We ain't gonna get into that. They, they, the life expectancy are going down. They finally realized that uh, voter suppression. I mean, we're keeping people from voting ain't the same as you not, not having, having no voters. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, 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 you like, know, maybe this wasn't the best idea. And they switched. The, but do you see how fast they pivoted and transitioned to the new message? I, I just want to wanna know. I just want to know who made the call because. Whenever something happens in politics that fast, there's always a meeting of money. There's always money somewhere that calls no, somebody no. and says, y'all got to stop in shit. In this case, the they've man. had to pivot. It, it's, it's one of them, uh, I, I don't know what a good analogy is, but whatever 45 decides. I would say the Koch brothers, but go ahead. No, no, because 45 is an impromptu motherfucker. That nigga, he you will walk into a room and be like, somebody smoking a cigarette. We can't have sell cigarettes in America no more. You know, and then everybody, all, all the Republicans, not everybody, all the Republicans right. will pivot to accommodate whatever the fuck he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we got to have Diet Cokes in every function. Right. Uh, all the Republicans pivot to accommodate because this is they, why. they realize but that they, they, have, said, they can't sell themselves. And this is why I say when you're talking about a group like the Koch brothers who sit there and they're like, Hey man, um, we trying to produce all this toilet paper for y'all niggas and no, all these lotion and all these fine so products for y'all. But everything and I'm telling you that um, our shit is thinning out out here in the production area, right. and I there need you, you to understand Alabama, that Mississippi and Kentucky, this is where I was about Arkansas, Florida, Thank Tennessee, you. Louisiana, all Texas, these production areas are that's their base. North Carolina, that South is Carolina, their base. and they told them, guess who's sick. Everybody. If we voted today, guess who in the hospital and can't vote? Everybody. I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all, y'all sleeping on the Coke Brothers, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, you mean this from the Cowboys? I want you to know, no, no, no. You talking Cowboys? I'm telling you right now, sleeping on that. The Coke Brothers are not Cowboys. The Coke brother, the Coke brother that's left is a libertarian, okay? Oh, snap! I'm about freedom. I'm about everybody. All freedom. Look, how many Republicans do you know advocate for marijuana usage? Did you know that the Koch brothers advocate? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I guess what? But guess what? Yeah, you, you know why? You know why? You know why? I just because that motherfuckers bought all the fucking fields. Yeah. They used to be <laughs> tobacco fields. <laughs> right. That's, That's why I mean, libertarians are just what my man say. Capitalists uh, hiding behind the libertarians. Mm-hmm. They don't care what color you are. Republicans buy sneakers too. <laughs> that's all they got. That became a that became a tattoo. It was a slogan at first. Now it's a tattoo in the deep woods. You know, Republicans buy sneakers too. So shit. Hey, so real quick, uh, we are up on our first break. I swear to God, we had a segment. <laughs> we did, and we were going to get in that blue right Well, let me say this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's just so important that we went there. It is. We try to get the kids back into school. If you actually care about them, do the right thing. If you want to survive to next year, do the right thing. Yep. If you care about your brothers and sisters, do the right thing. If you recognize that this is not a black conspiracy that is being happening, that's happening. They're trying to trick only the black folks, but they make it happen across <laughs> the whole world. They're trying to just get us. Stop that thought. <laughs> How many other countries have politicized wearing a fucking mask for being safe? Back and forth. I'm just curious. I think maybe. Besides Brazil, I think Brazil. I know Brazil. America first. He's a fucking cocksucker. America, America's in the lead on that. Um, real quick, uh, I, y'all know how uh, I talk about comment sections on YouTube. It's always fucked up. I was like, you know, comment section is the worst place in the world. Uh, but I did see something that was funny. I saw a guy who said, uh, "I wrote my congressman." And well, I called my congressman's office and I asked him about an issue that I had with my foot. 
<laughs> and the lady who answered the phone was like, uh, we can't answer any issues about your foot because your congressman is not educated in anything medical to diagnose what's going on with you. And so the guy was like, well, he should probably stop talking about vaccines if he's not educated in anything medical. We are up on our first break. We'll be back. we get some drinks. Uh, have a good time. And I, prom- and I promise you we will get to our next subject. I promise you. Hex, give me one. You. D. K. Yes, sir. We are back. We back. T Pain will be proud. <laughs> right on. I just want to play something with a little energy, a little bounce. You know what I'm saying? Bring it back. Hey, See, now you made me want to talk about keep T Pain, and we're not going not going to do that. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Uh, keep R and B alive. Yes, absolutely. As much as y'all can. R and B. Shout out to T Pain. Did you see Rolling Loud? Okay, we're not getting that. Mm, yeah, that's no, what no, I no. said. I'm focus, not doing focus, it. I'm focus, not doing focus, it. Focus, focus, focus. Um, so we we promised y'all that we did have some uh, some topics that we want to get into. I know last <laughs> segment was a little bit impromptu, but it needed to be said. Um, so mm-hmm. now uh, there has been some uh, some developments in a particular subject that we've been talking about for a while, and that's January 6th. No, we're not letting that go. Nope. <clears throat> um, Hex, just take us. Through real quick, uh, just a kind of synopsis of the the what's transpired uh, with 
the select committee and, and what's been going on. Just take us through that real quick. Committees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, committees. Right. Uh, right off the bat, well, you know, what we're facing is a situation where there are a number of individuals who are saying we need to have someone discuss what happened that day. We need someone to kind of give us some clarity how as to how it even took place and could t- take place. Um, and so, you know, and you know, for months, people have been saying this is ridiculous that you know we we're, we weren't even in a position to explain this to America because if we're going to be the superpower, then how do ninety four hundred people show up one day to the Capitol building and be like, "What's the door? Let's just go." And so we're like, "Hold on, I thought we were supposed to be a little bit more on point than that." And if that if, if that could happen by somebody trying to create a, a coup, then we need answers. And after the battle for y'all, who, who, for individuals who are not aware, they, you know, they've been battling back and forth over even having the discussion of whether or not this was even had merit to be brought to the floor. And eventually, after Kevin McCarthy and the GOP were consistent, and Mitch McConnell and a number of other individuals, Jim Jordan, uh, uh, were consistent in saying. Let's just let it go. It's something that happened. It was just a few people. And then what made it worse is, for most of us who know how it did evolve to get this bad, is they were starting to blame other people. At one point in time, they said it was Antifa that was doing it. So yep. at one point in time, they were saying it was just it was other people who was Democrats dressed as GOP with clothes and flags and things that misrepresented. And then, so what happened ultimately is now we are at this point, for those who weren't aware, which we always want to make sure we take it there because we don't know what level you are as far as staying again on top of what's happening Mm -hmm. but that's how we get here and now that we have what we have through again miss nancy pelosi she says i'm gonna be persistent and we're gonna have to get an answer and the best part about it is how how everything happens for a reason sometimes when when it comes to liz cheney being kicked out of her lead position and kevin mccarthy replacing her as the head of the glp and she's also on board to make sure some questions get answered when it comes to this issue and it's just unfortunate that after the battle what we now have is a group of individuals who said we are willing to look into and ask the questions yep. so that America can publicly see what happened, what transpired, what we all know, and get, get a, a, a consensus of that from the actual people who were there. Yeah, um, and there were, uh, they had four uh, Capitol Police officers. Let me run through their names real quick. Um, I'm sorry if I butchered his first name. Sergeant Anquilino Ganell. Uh, Capitol Police Officer Michael Fanone, mm-hmm. uh, see uh, Daniel Hodges, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sorry, Dunn. Um, Harry Dunn or Harold Harry Dunn. Yeah, Harry Dunn. Uh, they gave their uh, testimonies. testimonies about what happened, and I got uh, Harry Dunn real quick, and because uh, he's the main one that everybody has seen before, and yes, knows. And Fox took it out of their way to attack. Him, um, they went at Fanone. They went at Fanone. They went all of them. But he's the main first. Dunn is the main one because they went to his social media and basically have painted him as a radical left. He's a liberal. All he has to be is a liberal. That's it. That's that's all. (laughs) That's it. And um, so they they painted him as exaggerating his testimony. They said they were crisis actors, bro. Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play his. uh, This is a little bit longer than what we usually play for clips. Uh, but I felt this was warranted. It's about two minutes and some change. Rocket. Um, but I'm gonna play that real quick just to let y'all hear, just so you can hear the motion in his voice and the recount of that that happened that day, and to hear uh, just what he was going through mm-hmm. during that day. So uh, I'm playing real quick. 
More and more insurrectionists were pouring into the area by the speaker's lobby near the rotunda, and some wearing MAGA hats and shirts that said Trump 2020. I told them to just leave the Capitol, and in response, they yelled, no man, this is our house. President Trump invited us here. We're here to stop the steal. Joe Biden is not the president. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. I'm a law enforcement officer, and I do my best to keep politics out of my job. But in this circumstance, I responded. Well, I voted for Joe Biden. Does my vote not count? Am I nobody? That prompted a torrent of racial epithets. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, you hear that, guys? This nigger voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, joined in screaming, boo, fucking nigger. No one had ever, ever called me a nigger while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. In the days following the attempted insurrection, other black officers shared with me their own stories of racial abuse on January 6th. One officer told me he had never, and in his, his entire 40 years of life, been called a nigger to his face, and that streak ended on January 6th. Yet another black officer later told me he had been confronted by insurrectionists in the Capitol who told him, put your gun down and we'll show you what kind of nigger you really are. I sat down on a bench in the rotunda with a friend of mine who was also a black Capitol police officer and told him about the racial slurs I endured. I became very emotional and began yelling how the blank could something like this happen? Is this America? I began sobbing. Officers came over to console me. So first and foremost, let me be clear with everyone who's here. Um, this man may not be a better man than me, but he is a way more conscripted and composed composed person than I am because as soon as you told me what I'm not going to do while you're already violating federal rights I would have burned at least one <laughs> for talking that, to me mm, like yeah you crazy but yeah. I, I respect that and I say that because I live around cops I live around at least two and I've known people in my family who are policemen and the restraint necessary to be a good one. There you go. Is phenomenal. Isn't that, that. a theme of, isn't it a theme of, uh, being, and I'll put this question out to, to everybody. Isn't that like a theme of being a black person? Is it's just restraint? Well, go. it's just, it's, it's, it seems like it's just a constant life of restraint. You're always on defense. So it's like, if something happens, it's like, okay, I can slap the shit out of this motherfucker and, and choke him to death. But then, no, that's will, not going to work because well, that's going to... Well, let me give a top gotta, down. How will it be perceived? Well, let me give a top down. It is always phenomenal for people who are small-minded 
to be able to understand the lives of people who are large minded. That is a thing. So uh, when we make fun of people who are have 500 million followers and I'm throwing a number out that's not really there for most people. Um, I'm just saying we don't know what that's like when you have a million people who hate you. I have no idea what that's like to have a million people hate you. Even if you have 10 million people who love you, but a million people who hate you and will tell you and everyone in your family about how they hate you but, and but, how they want to kill you and this, this, that, and the other. But the second that he hears that word, the yeah. second that he's in his position, he hears that word, you don't know personally that there's like a million people that hate you or however much. But and the second he saying. hears that word, those millions of people who attest to that word and use that word, all of that shit comes They're flooding in. And it, and it makes you realize like it. all these motherfuckers who use this word just like they do feel the exact same way about me. And that's a heavy ass. They are all focused in front of him. That's heavy. That and, and not just as a man, but as a police officer. You sitting there saying, look, you do see I'm in a position of authority right here, right? Not even authority. You're in see, a I'm in a position of what you have been talking about you respect and then right now because i told you something personal about me Listen, and that's a whole different discussion i told you before they own when i say they the gop and those trump supporters and all those red those right-wing individuals are only they were only supporting the black they were only supporting the blue when they when the blue was hurting the black people that's why other other night they had this they had this whole fight between Geraldo and, and Hannity and this and this uh Geraldo still on the Geraldo still alive. He's still on TV. Oh, he got hands on Geraldo's bitch and ass. Hannity, Hannity and the other and this and this Hispanic there's a Spanish officer from New York who's been an officer who for wants to be 20, a white 30 dude. years. He thinks he's a white dude. Preach that all day. <laughs> all yep. day. Yep. Right? He's confusing his Long Island ties to not being who he actually is and how at the other meeting he can't go to, they talk they about talk my him. Yep. He don't get that part. Yep. He wanted to be in that he wanted to be in that gang. He wanted to be in the gang. I understand. Those how called mobsters, by the way. Talk for everyone else. So anyway, so they gang up on Geraldo because Geraldo is saying, look, man. What happened the other day when he said, hold on, Kevin McCarthy said he is guilty of, of, of inciting a riot, inspiring people to come down to the Capitol building. He is directly responsible. He was quoting Kevin McCarthy, right? And then he comes back and goes, and they go, all right. And he's like, well, see, that's exactly what's crazy when it comes to Kevin McCarthy now saying, I told this uh, President Trump he didn't do anything wrong. This insurrection is about other things. This is about politics and stuff. Blah 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 blah. blah. He said, "Hold on, that's not what happened." And so they literally Hannity and this and the other guy, this cop, they gang. You saw it. They, yeah. they gang up on Geraldo. Like, no, I want to know the answer to this question. How come when Black Lives Matter were blowing up buildings and breaking glass at the Auto Zone, you didn't do anything then for the police officers, and now you want us to care about the cops that we killed at the insurrection? This is no, it's a hip. It's just hypocrisy. And they, so they literally over talk him. 
So Geraldo can't get it. He can't respond. Right. And when he does try to respond, they're like, no, 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 answer my question. Answer my question. And so he never gets a chance to actually speak and answer the question because they didn't want him to do so. They were simply trying to show they had a viewpoint that the small-minded could jump on if they hadn't come up with one for themselves, which is normally how they get their information, which makes them the cult they are. But it was just, it was, it was, it was the irony of even Geraldo finding himself how he had been over there in that group sitting over there with the cuckoos, drinking this Kool-Aid that you knew was poisoned, and now you see how they'll even do you if you don't keep on with all the bullshit. He told him straight up today that he was gaslight. He told Sean Hannity, <laughs> boy, so straight up, you're gaslight. Tell him. But I, I just want, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, you know how conservatives always like to say that real Americans are such and such and such, and real Americans are such and such and such, right? Mm-hmm. There were two white officers, a Hispanic officer, and a black officer, right? Can anybody tell me what is more representative of what real America is? The people that were there on January 6th or those officers there you go. Who were telling the experience of Jay? Those 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 culturally diverse group of individuals yeah. that were trying to protect America's capital is, mm-hmm. is probably the most American yeah. thing that you can ever that you can ever have. That's America. Ever, ever. So so interesting enough, you say that, Jay. And I'm going to go back um, almost 20 years, almost to the date. Um, I'm going back to. There was the eighties. There was <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. But there was. But there was. There was a day. John Stockton was the best ever. Oh no, no, it wasn't. It was John Crotty. But anyway, so so we're going back to a day called nine eleven. If anybody remembers that date, yeah, yeah. And there was a plane. It didn't quite make its destination. Didn't make its destination. And its destination. From what we believe, and from what every all reports are, was to come into Washington D.C. to hit the White House. Yeah, to hit the White House. Yep. Okay. White House, Capitol, whatever it is. Yeah. When you have law enforcement that is protecting, you know, such a monumental place in our country. Good choice of words. I don't understand how the impact is any less on that day than it is on this day, whether the threat is domestic or foreign. Oh, you know, one of them used the word terror, which, which, which I appreciated. Um, I, f- I forget the domestic terrorism. Yeah, they use terrorists in it. They use yes. the actual name in their testimony. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's I don't I can't differentiate. The two. No, Several times they said the terrorists, blah, blah, blah. The terrorists were hitting us, removing my mask, hitting me upside the head with my own helmet. Yes. And, and why are they any different than those folks who threatened this country they on that be. day? They shouldn't be. They, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. And anyone who can co-sign with any type of nonsense like that, you say we're not patriotic. You're not patriotic. Isn't that what 45's plan was? 45's plan was to make it so that I just say something that what you're saying is disingenuous or negative or isn't the truth. Yes. And I can get my people to believe while I'm selling them bullshit, right? Absolutely. So, right, I'm selling you bullshit by sitting here. (laughs) Right. But the the element underneath it all is always the, the, the racist issue. It is a racial issue that they, that they're doing 
like through secret code. No, we talking not. about the we talking about the code words, but what yeah. makes a move? What makes you actually say something else that's foul or do something publicly that's foul and embarrass yourself at the at the expense of yourself and your own pride, but for your own gain? Well, let's or for Trump. Well, let's all be clear. We've all been to the mall, and at some point, we elected Orange Jesus, and Orange <laughs> Jesus. Y'all caught, y'all caught that. Right. I, oh, I love those. Y'all caught that. Y'all, y'all caught Orange Julius. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Delicious. Orange Jesus <laughs> sat there and told people that everything I say is biblical. And when I say biblical, I'm not talking about the religion. I'm just saying everything that I say is fact. Right. Or believable for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he convinced the masses when I say the masses, that doesn't mean everybody. It's a hell of that a lot. That means though. enough it's of the of people to cause a problem. Yeah. So that when he held up his hand, like Malcolm did in Malcolm X, and pointed that bitch, <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. yeah, them motherfuckers went to the Capitol instead of moving away from the police station. Mm-hmm. We understand what we're talking about, about face. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm um. So the uh, they had the testimonies. Um. Real quick, quick question. The committees have the authority to subpoena Trump. And do we assistant? think? Do, and is it, no. Do we don't think even, any of them would have Don't even ask the question. No, no, man. It will never happen. No, not the fact that he will come. No, the fact they, that he was no, subpoenaed. They will no. never subpoena him. They, they, they've been going out of their way. Not to try to prosecute this dude. I mean, they went out of their way to not even get to a point with. I'm sorry, I apologize. They went out of their way to not even put somebody halfway reputable hmm. on the fucking group. There will never be a time when they have the balls. Hmm. Well, I, should, I take that back. There will be a time when they have the balls. It just won't be a time when balls are necessary. And this time, when votes are on the line, Mm -hmm. when Trump is not being shown to the masses as Mm -hmm. the fraud and bullshitter that he is, there will not be that time when they will actually put that up. The question is, will that date go down in infamy? In America, it's already oh, in oh, There's no more peaceful we're, 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 transfer of power in I, this country, I, 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 bro. And I understand, but are we going to? We we're saying that they can, that they can, they can is try that going to be a day away yes. from history as much as they want? Is, is, is it going to be? A, is it going to be a day like Pearl Harbor? Here's is it going to be a day like 9/11? Because it has to be. Yeah. It no, no, has no. to be. The date. The date that's going to matter is the next election date. That's what's going to define America. That is going to be the day we find out where we stand or where we don't. And you the said that very, right. The very next election cycle because is the very one that will determine: Are you sticking to your but plan? Let, but let's not say are election cycle you? in the way that people no. don't understand it. Well, we, we're talking about the mid election. The midterm. That's really the time because everybody gets up for. When it's every time to stand up for the yeah. president, twenty twenty two. Are you? Yeah. Is America really changed? That's is America really listening? We'll find that out on the midterm. Uh, nah, I, I, I would I would agree, except for the fact that the Republicans about to gerrymander the shit out of the shit. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. gerrymander! Hell yeah. Atlanta about to be gone. <laughs> Pete, Pete Gay, let's just ask this question: 
if the GOP was a, was in charge right now, will we have a no mask mandate and do what the fuck you want to do across America going on as we speak with the virus spreading through the country, increasing again, about to mess our football up again? Mm-hmm. What, what would happen? What, 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 is that where we would actually be? Well, they, cause, because as, as as we're in charge, they get to come. They always again we go left. They are they have to go right. Yeah. Like, so the question is, would they would, uh, not the control? Would they would they decide all, all, from jump? You know what? We're not wearing any mask. We're not taking vaccines, and we're not washing hands. Because remember, I mean, again, as I said, they start off with it's a hoax. Mm-hmm. Then they decided, well, we're, we're not even gonna, we're going to listen to what Trump said, and he said you ain't got to do those things. So. Where would we actually be if they were in charge? And I would love for them to tell us. So will we not be doing this mass stuff? We cool? Everybody breathe, just go out wherever? And make that a point. That's, see, that's one of those ones, those leg ups that the Dems can run from or run on if they choose to. Look what would be happening if. Because mm-hmm. this is the viewpoint they have. So for us who are getting cursed out and, and shitted on at these rallies when they're talking about the mass mandate, well, guess what? If we do it your way, we go no mask. Where we at, people? Come on, let's just t- somebody give me a, a random idea. We where do you think we are if we don't do any of what the we're doing? The question is, Hex, though, what is their way? Because it's, again, it, it, again it, it, take the mask away. Have you seen but, these but, parents at these that, rallies? But that's what they, that's what they're saying meals? today. That's what they're saying today. But when it's convenient, they 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 right. change the narrative. Simplify yeah. more. Than they're that. fighting about going back to what school as we speak. What platform does the Republican Party have outside of? I just need to be on the opposite side of whatever. Exactly. Level. When I go exactly. left, you go right. Exactly. When I go left. No matter what it is, dude, let's both have clean exactly. water. It's, Why are you want clean you water? To tell me? So both parties that are supposed to be patriots, uh, one side always has to be the enemy. There, there can never be any time when we can both agree on something that benefits all of the American people. Too much like right now. No. Why, why can these motherfuckers always say... We got a guy on tape saying we just want to create chaos until we're able to Absolutely. have power in 2022. Except when it comes to the money. I want to get Oh, they're going to take the bread. They're going to take the bread. What happened this week? The infrastructure, infrastructure bill was signed. Everybody, everybody decided how much you getting, how much you getting, how much you getting. We all, man, you got the concrete, you got the steel, you got the rhubarb, you got the, man, we. Infrastructure, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. U.S.A. Yeah. It's a lot of rich people that's about Together to pay we can do this. Again. Yep. Republican, Democrat, Democrat, Republican. <laughs> they one. Can't one. Do, they can't do for that. America always pretends that it's like loving family of and make life better. Don't know Republicans want to take those straight dogs. And instead, <laughs> and instead, but don't feed them. And instead, put them all up. And instead, what we, what our action, what our actions show is, we are perfectly comfortable with taking in stray cats who will eat our faces off as at the moment that we fall asleep. And all I want to understand is what is so great about cannibalizing your own people simply because your vote will get you another couple of thousand bucks. (laughs) But that is what we live on. And we have to recognize what we live in to be able to speak to 
what we're trying to fix. Yes, with those stray dogs that you're talking about that we let in, and stray, then all, and then all stray of a sudden, dogs will still take your yeah, meat. Yeah, yes, and they'll eat you. And then, stray but, cats. But the key thing is they're in your house we, and eat your. We'll face allow them in. We'll asleep. allow them in, and then we'll say, I, I have no idea how the hell they got here. <laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> okay, so after done. they're done that's with their do. feeding, that's we say, do. I have no idea how they got if, here. If I they look a certain way, then it's an issue. Like like if if. They're coming from the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an issue. It's an issue. If they coming from the north, we don't got no problem. <laughs> why, why the fuck is it? Why we ain't building a wall all around? I mean, I, I, I get we got east coast, west coast, we got seas. Sure, but north and south, if it's so important to keep motherfuckers out, why we ain't building a wall on both borders? Oh, it's gonna be a wall one day, but Canada's gonna build it. Hey, what was that? What, what was that Justin Timberlake movie where you had to get in the zone in time? In time. In time. I actually am about to get on the oh, Republican bandwagon. You know what? Every state, build a motherfucking wall. And let's be real about who going to survive. Delaware, your ass is on the clock. You have one fucking... You have one fucking... Two counties. No, no, I wouldn't go, go talk about counties. You have one fucking uh, uh, casino. <laughs> Guess what? We have enough. We're good. We can move on from you. What do I need from everyone else? Because I want everybody to start acting like who they are. And this is why Texas walks around with a big swinging dick all the time Texas and acts Florida. like they about to... No, I'm just talking about who's really big enough Texas to be that way. No, Florida has that because of who they're... No, let me finish. There me finish. are two red states that are gangsters. No, no. There are more. No, there are more. There are two red states that are gangster and they're hanger, hangers on, grifters. Let me, let me be clear. There are more. The difference is that Texas actually has enough people and enough stationhood to sit there and be like, oh no, we can really carry this shit on our own. South Carolina can act as funny as they want to. Alabama. Alabama can act as funny as they want to. You take that money. All that motherfucker. Who all run the coast. Who all run the coast. They can act as whole SEC. They can all act as funny as they want to. Oh shit! If you take away these fucking phone lines from Verizon and everything that makes the SEC network work, that shit is falling. Like all that shit doesn't work everywhere. Everybody want to act like they big bad and they grown and everything else. Wait until I take away your fucking power. Like it only works yeah, when everybody is comfortable with. Hey, we flexing our power within this industry. When it comes down to the industry shutting down. Um, hey, my bad, man. We really need to work on how we going to integrate our conversations and make everything Texas work. and Florida. If I take Texas away, I don't give a fuck what the rest of y'all red motherfuckers are doing. Oh, you mean Mexico North? Yeah, well, Texas. Mexico. It was Mexico and North. <laughs> those are like the, those are like the, uh. That's the Democrats wet dri- Texas is every strategic Democrats wet dream. If if it I could is. take it Texas really away, is. it would be nothing. You would never lose an election. Nothing. Never <laughs> lose an election. Nothing. And especially Florida, if you look at the if you look at the vaccination rates to the death rates for for COVID, I know we talked about this earlier. But if you look at their uh at their numbers in order to stay in power so they can keep up with these lies and this bullshit, mm-hmm. they need those states to stay alive so they can continue to lie. That that that's the biggest thing. Like we need right. y'all stay alive so we can lie. Because if y'all ain't there to vote for us, we can't be yeah, here. Right. We need the numbers. We need the numbers. Bunch of idiots. All right. 
as so the, before we, I'm sorry, you have something quick to say. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to mention the officer from, from that was, uh, I can't think of his, his last name. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it's all good. His name. This is the gentleman who testified. He's an undercover officer who wasn't even the Capitol Police. He came yeah. because he heard the call to 1033 yeah. and came to the, to the with a tattoo on his neck. He had the interview with Don Lemon the other night. Fanon. 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 He had the heart attack. Right? Yeah. Concussion, all of the above. Somehow, I thought it was the other day when I, because again, I, I had it. I was, you know, I start my morning off. I'm, I work from home, so I'm, at the, I'm in the basement. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start off with my normal little sports stuff, and then, I, and, and then I thought, oh, let me turn this thing on and see what's going on. And when I heard this man describing what was happening, I thought for like a minute, this is the moment people were going to be like. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, and there would and there would actually be a, like somehow kind of some kind of Twitter change or outrage that would happen where people who are who look like him, who might not uh, always voice their opinion from a a left perspective, but who would recognize this was just wrong that day, and who would want to separate themselves desperately. From being the people versus the coming up with the excuses and the falling victim to the cult. This just the fact that you heard someone who looks like your little brother. I'm one of their little brothers. White little brothers. Who, you know, on some real shit. Just to be like, man, you know this dude is telling the truth. And you know why? Because you're watching the video. Especially the dude who's telling you I'm getting crushed in the door. And he's getting death threats telling him he's not getting crushed in the door. Somehow, so you, when, somehow you, so when you heard this and then you woke up from your white dream, then you realized that, oh no, this is still America the way it's always been, right? Hex, you assume they had a soul, man. I mean, right. Damn, I'll be, I'll be oh. honest with you. You're assuming they oh, have a soul, man. Yeah. And at the end of the day, man, you got some people out here, man, that at the end of the day, they wake up. Not some. We can see it on yeah. the voting lines. We know Jesus. how big they are. Not just the voting lines, but you got the very top level trying to sell you that Ashley Babbitt is a martyr. I, I'm trying to break <laughs> in <laughs> to the Florida House or the Senate to kill motherfuckers, to hang motherfuckers or whatever, right. and to hold these people accountable. Right. But because 45 is saying, I can't believe that some officer shot this lady. And they want to protect our congressmen. But that's what I'm saying, Irv. How this day goes down in history, insurrectionists. And history why. will tell you a lot about this country. How this day goes down. I know it sounds crazy, but it has to go down with you know, uh, 1944. You know what? It has to go down to uh, you know what? Um, I'm not gonna get into what my like what I actually do for a living. But at my job, we actually have a countdown clock for uh, 9/11. It's not a countdown clock, but it's like a day since. It's just reminders. Right, right. We have yeah. days since. It's been like 5,367 days. That's not the exact number, but something like that since 9-11. We have that, mm -hmm. right? Will we have that type of uh, remorse and that type of, I don't want to say reverence, but will we have that type of feeling for January 6th when we had that type of pain because we're still we're still there and my job we have a clock that counts how many days it's been since who's the we who's the can you clarify the we that those have this sense those who no, 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 America as loud as I can but at his but job it's those who were impacted and felt the real true well, like what the TFF that day that most of us did even even if even if that were not the case, the idea of 
and I want to make this small not to be disrespectful to the group that is doing this because that group because I happen to know what it is is important but do you understand the fact that the same idealism that is being put into that that is not being spread amongst uh, our ideals about uh, the infections about people dying Mm -hmm. on those levels is as simple as your local Walmart saying it's been 27 days since we had somebody break their fucking arm. Yeah. Yeah. I just want y'all to understand it in those terms. It's not about that this is lesser Mm -hmm. or more. It's just about the fact that we have to track our huge issues that will be major and they won't be books because at that time there'll be implants that'll be implanted into our systems about remembering what happened in whatever grade system you're <laughs> <laughs> uploading this into yourself. See, this into this yourself is at some point. No, I'm just this I'm not being funny. But the you do un- book turns into the comment which turns into the more But you do understand that if you don't win true. right now, it will be this this story will be told by somebody who does not see what we have felt and seen throughout our lives. Sure. This will be implanted into people about what their story is, right. about how it went down. And if you don't win it now, you will lose it forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's a fact. Because that's this, a fact. this was an insurrection on this, on this country. You have to understand it was an exposure as a whole, just like 9-11 was a whole. This was an exposure of a weakness that has to be strengthened. So it, it's just not a, a race thing. It has to. It, it is a race thing. It is. Oh, that's race that's thing. all it is. But I understand that, though. Let me but look, look at the vulnerability of the country overall. We, that, that someone could come in and do this. It, I understand. It is. It's, it's not it's someone a, coming in, though. That, that's what, that, that's, that's it's been a long time. But, 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 but what I'm saying is domestic Sorry. and... Brother, we've all, there's always been the fact that the only way you can destroy America is from within. within. Sure. And sure. electing 45 was essentially... If, if we... Let it continue. Uh, it was the opening. This is the fucking beginning of the yeah, end. Yeah, if we let that. it continue, that's exactly at the pace. Of okay, so how, that's what I'm saying. How significant is that? Oh, it's so significant. So we have we have the '60s in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. It's 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 recorded. It's 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 dated. It's it's it's, it's uh, written about. Archived. It's archived photos, it's fact. videos. It's yeah. fact. Yes, they point. Jesse points when they show you where they where the shots came from. They killed Martin, right? They're showing you the live footage, so you know this is real sure. stuff. Then they, then they, on paper, give us the opportunity to vote. Civil rights, here you go. Nope, nope, no, no more, inter- nope. You can go anywhere you want. Anyway, no one can tell you where you can't go. But you know what, what happened after that? Then, the, then the, t- the cameras went away. And see, when the cameras go away, the story, the truth goes away. So there's some growth. Because there's, there's a, there's, the, the, the American dream is real. The problem is there's always this gang trying to sabotage it mm-hmm. under the belief that they're not. But they're always trying to because their efforts don't include everybody. So they're always truly trying to sabotage it. But as we move on, what happens is the 80s and 90s happened and, and the horror stories truly did continue. It just wasn't on tape. Well, okay. And now we got people writing stories about, look at the movies we got out now that are telling you the stories of the 60s and 70s and 80s. Miami, the, the Miami o- o- Overnight movie. 
I'm sorry. This could be disrespectful. Miami overnight. Oh, I know you're talking about. I said, uh, yeah. Muhammad Ali. One night Miami. One night Miami. One night Miami. Miami. Okay. Be, I'm, I'm sorry. No, Miami overnight movie. The overnight movie was the porn <laughs> version of. <laughs> that, was the, that was the other one. That was the third. And you knew better than all I caught that one second. I caught that one after. So, but my point is that that what was actually happening and has been happening, it just got hidden for a little bit. They gave us a little bit of ebony, a little bit of jet, a little bit of essence. We went to college. We got a little different world. We got some TV shows. Crumbs. We we we, so, so we did have the same we, strong drink. We did just been diluted. We got <laughs> pro- we got tremendous progress because all those things happened. Gotcha. But it also allowed people to think the bad wasn't still occurring while good was still happening. Right. And, and that's how we got what we have now, where we're being exposed to wanting to vote, get back into participating, realizing why. And we're like, hold on, I, th- I went to college. Hold on, why are we doing all that? Yeah, because they've been trying to, once we went to college, they decided, hold on, that's a problem. All right, so on top of everything that Hex is talking about, we actually did, did go to college. And we went to college at the place where uh, Jesse went to college. Good old Jesse Jackson went to North Carolina A&T University. Beautiful university. We loved that university to the depths of our hearts. Mm-hmm. And as an example of things that we want to change, we talk about right now a group that wanted change. So for a university that is a HBCU, that is actually not in the red, but also in the black. What they decided to do was to take some of their grant money that came in and they decided that they were going to pay for some student. uh, They were going to pay for the student books for the next two years. They decided that they were going to um forgive some student deafness and that they were going to just take care of their own. I thought that was important as something that black people talk about looking out for black people. I know that um, this also goes into another realm when we talk about how they also left the HBCU. I don't really know how to feel about that because um, they left the MEAC, and that was a year, Hex, after um, after Hampton left. Right. And, and well, to be clear, they're not, they haven't left being an HBCU. They no, 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 no. You can't leave HBCU, being what right. you are. They just simply left. I can't the leave being black. Right. But they what they did the was they left the MEAC conference for the big The MEAC. MEAC and the CIAA are black conferences. And the SWAC. And the SWAC. Correct. And they left the MEAC conference a year after Hampton, correct? Right. And both went to the same conference. The Big South. The Big South. Um, a year after, we have FAMU and uh, Bethune-Cookman leaving the MEAC. Going and to going to the SWAT, mm-hmm. which is where they came from, if I remember correctly, initially. But regardless, the point being that the MEAC, which was at the time, 
um, the Holiday Bowl uh, group, the group that Celebration Bowl. Celebration Bowl. I'm sorry, that's what it was. Um, that was basically the bowl game, the major bowl game for black colleges, which weirdly enough had been won by A&T like every time except for like twice in the seven years or so that it, it existed. Right. Which is so, basically the, the champion of the MEAC versus the champion, the champion of the black colleges basically is football. what that means. So you beat Southern, you beat the... The, the SWAT champion or whomever it is that's there. Mm-hmm. But my point about it is not about the celebration of my black college. The, the celebration of it is, it's not even a celebration. It's really about where does that leave the rest of me at? And I don't know how that affects them because you've torn down the money that is there for the rest of them for the benefit of my college. Right. And I respect that, and I'm happy about that. I don't know what that means to the rest of those groups that are left there because we're going to go on and make good money when we were already making good money as a black college. Well, one one aspect, you know, again, as an ex... And I don't know how to feel about that. Ex, as an ex-HBCU And you went to Hampton and a and I will say the one thing that, that works to the benefit of it all is now someone else who isn't a dominant program is guaranteed a new spot at the NCAA tournament each year, which is guaranteed money. That's true. That's true. So somebody else's champion who normally wasn't the champion has a chance to recruit and turn their school around. Hampton with Bowl Bowl and all those. And get more money. And now someone else can become a, a, a leader or just be put themselves in a better position. But the whole point was is that how, the, from my perspective, it was the question was, when it comes to the TV rights and all that, do you have to leave an HBCU conference to be big time? To make the money you want to make by being in, in a particular mediocre. So I have a question for you. I have a question for you. I have a question for you. only white institution. I have a question for you, Is that what we got to do? We got to go to the Big South to make and that's what an I want extra to 70 grand? I just have, a, as a lay person who's never played at that level. How would you have felt um, if you were a current athlete right now in, uh, you know, uh, at HBCU and you have a chance to maybe move on to what you would think is greener pastures? I mean, or would you feel like you would want to stay if you were currently an athlete today? Conference-wise or player-wise? Both. I mean, in a sense of conference-wise, would you want to, do you think it would be an extension of what you could do? I'm, I'm, I'm totally asking. See, co- conference-wise, I, I don't like the fact that they're not getting the sponsorship that I think that the HBCU basketball deserves. Okay. That's number one. Okay. And see, somehow you're confusing. Like, last night when I, t- I tweeted out, if anybody didn't realize, none of the blue butts, none of the blue blood schools in America had a, had a guard drafted in the mm-hmm. NBA. Not one. Not one guard from Duke, North Carolina, Georgetown, Syracuse, UVA, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Notre Dame, UCLA, USC, Arizona. None of them had a guard go in the draft last night. And I don't think that's any the of first them to the Sweet order. 16. That's either. the first or the second round. Did, so, any, of, hey, so, did so, any of them make it to the Sweet 16 either? We'll get into that in a second. Okay. But my whole point is... Don't confuse 
athletes an opportunity. Right. See, when when you comes to recruiting, it's only about how many scholarships are even available. Okay. So don't confuse where the player goes versus the versus the talent in the school. So there's tons of kids who play who play at HBCUs who were either already at previously PWIs or can go there and could play at any point in time if there was another opening. It has to be the opening. There's only 15 scholarships, so you can't just make room because you want to. But look who predominantly has the scholarships at those schools anyway. And we P- do. PWIs are predominantly white Yeah, we, we still have those scholarships. It, it, ain't, it ain't white kids. It's black kids playing in, in fucking Maryland. UConn, so on and so on. Okay. My, my whole point is, is that notion that we have to leave being in one particular historically black conference to make more money and to be respected. That's what it takes. When Hampton played Iowa State and beat them in the, in the NCAA tournament and they were number 16 in the country, we, it was a 16-2 seed that made noise. So perhaps if you would, if what would have happened was you would allow the HBCUs to play schools that are supposed to be better. Okay. See, because you know what happens when them bowl games when Hawaii beats Georgia and they're like, we didn't feel like playing that day. Perhaps we could get to the money part if you would invest your time into finding out how good are those black schools if they had to play. We understand you. The, the typical Hampton University is not going to beat Duke on a given night. I got you, but that's your best team. Uh-huh. Give me Vanderbilt. Uh-huh. You got them on Saturday afternoon, so why can't I play them? Give me Ole Miss. You got them on Saturday afternoon. Why can't we play them? And you made us have to leave that conference to go somewhere else to make the same money when we don't get to play your trash or your mediocre I teams. Understand. That's and my I, problem. And I remember a time when Hex and I would have this conversation over and over again about there was going to be a black super league and this is when hampton actually came to the MEAC. this was a time when we were talking about it was going to be southern it was going to be uh jackson state it was going to be all Grambling, these groups Grambling, hampton, Howard, everybody fam you the, the, but the, di- the all the, the groups of black college schools that were actually Didn't making money like that we're going to step into a group that was going to be one team, one one uh, conference. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen for many reasons, some of them being the reasons why Texas has gone to the SEC. Like, we want to have these rivalries, which is a stupid idea, but now that you're going to be paying students, it probably would have happened back then. The difference is now... You're going to have black kids at A&T who are going to be able to make, I don't know, $50,000, $70,000, being able to be in the Big South, maybe $100,000. You hope, because, again, I don't believe that. In, I, I, I'm just, I have to I'm just saying it's possible. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It is now possible. Because I remember I remember all the sponsorships that were at AT when we were there in the nineties. So what would Miss Winners say to Tariq Cohen, who's gonna get drafted by Chicago? Very true. And yes. is the back to back player of the year for the MEAC. I don't know, they probably would have given given him some money. But if you can become something that will make you some money there, 
Does that now mean something to you there when you would be the fifth running back for Texas? Now, the only other flip side I say to it all is you're still a historically black college just because you play sports against other white schools. That, that that part we can't ever lose. And I don't know what that it, means. The student, you know, what it means is the student body hasn't changed. The, no, it the, doesn't. The, fo- the basketball schedule changed. Right. The football schedule changed. That's all that changed is who you play. But I don't like how they did it. I don't Because what you said is playing each other wasn't enough. It wasn't. And you're still willing to take our chant regardless. Yeah. And then, which means if our champ was worthy, was worthy regardless, that's why I brought up the first point. Well, at least now somebody else new gets to be champ who wasn't because the same schools normally will dominate when it comes to recruiting and coaching and so and so. And you can have the Cinderella. It happens. However, in normal practices, that's not the case. So we only get one champ who gets to go. Well, we should have. What I thought should have happened is somebody should have said, "We need to fight for two. We need two guaranteed spots in the NCAA tournament. We need to stop being treated as one of those schools that got to play in the play-in game. Yeah. We're gonna be a 15, 14, 13th round when we get our our champion. You're gonna stop disrespecting us and making us the and 16th. That makes an automatic 13 seed as opposed to an automatic. Let's be real. Seed. We'll beat the. Come on, man. Some of these schools will beat Utah State. And so and so and so and so on a given fucking Saturday, but you choke. We we don't have the voices fighting for black sports because they did this thing where it's like, no nah, man, if you if you're at Virginia Tech, you got to be better than the kid that's at Johnson C. Smith. And it's like, nah, they were not really. They're the same had, level. They had, they had three quarterbacks, and I ain't have nowhere else to go because guess what? Other people were getting signed to colleges too, yeah. which is why you have that's the crab in the barrel thing. You don't realize there's only so many, there's only so much room. Yeah, yeah. but don't confuse where you're at for what you can do because then when the Steve McNairs come about, then all of a sudden you want to give them, you want to give them some love. But right? that's what when Randy, when Randy, when Randy's coming out of Marshall, you want to all of a sudden act like Marshall. Man. But that's what changes about the subject. Are great. But that's what changes about the subject when you go to. A big South. Now A&T can tell their people that you already have a a big conference to go to. You also have TV programs that are always going to be there for you. They you know, have the your, ESPN3, your, your coach, the ESPN your coach is going to have their own contract for what they're doing. Uh, your uh, team will have whatever they're going to have with that. And I don't understand how that's going to work against the other black colleges. Why could you not go to the press and say they, that the MEAC, for some reason, can't get ESPN3 or ESPN Plus to back us? And we don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we are up on it. Uh, it's been a wonderful episode as usual. I hope you guys got something from every segment. We gave you a little bit of everything today. Uh, It's been an amazing, amazing chance to be with my brothers and hang out and just talk about everything that's on our minds, everything that we're going through. And like I always say, if you have the opportunity to talk to people who you hold in high esteem, do it uh, because it's good for the soul. Hex, shout outs. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting. Shout out to everybody who thinks this matters. Shout out to everybody who's putting a mask on. Shout out to everybody who's mm-hmm. vaccinated. Shout out there to everybody who's about to get vaccinated. And more importantly, shout out to everybody who's just a good person. We need some good people in this world right about now. That's a fact. Irv, shout out. Shout out to everybody that's taking this 
fucking once in a 100 year pandemic seriously mm-hmm. that actually believes that I can respect uh, the person next to me by wearing a fucking mask something simple and it doesn't have to be some political statement by not wearing one or wearing one whatever the fuck it is that you think you're supposed to be on the side of um shout out to anybody that doesn't think that we have to be on the opposite sides of the coin all the fucking time shout shout out to the people that want to believe that there are americans on both sides red and 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 blue that believe that we can find a place in the middle to meet and that it doesn't have to be an adversarial relationship at all fucking times. Facts. KG shout And right on the back of uh, adversarial relationships, shout out to Royce and Lupe because um, I'm enjoying this shit. If you know, you know. All right. JR, shout out. Hey, shout out to uh, these Capitol Police um, who are coming forward with their side of the story. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage to um, to do your duty. And um, I just want them to know that, you know, there are people like us who, who rally behind, um, you know, what they did on that particular day. And um, they need to be heard. Mm-hmm. And that's the key thing. I just want them to continue to be heard. And, um, you know, I know their names. We were trying to get them. I, ho- I hope you can even put it on a di- in a Discord. Because these people are, you know, defending us every day. And um, right now, I just want them to be heard, whatever that means. So shout out to them. Um, I know you, I do my usual shout outs. Uh, I will do that in a minute. But I just want to shout out anybody. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Anybody in the future who is willing to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody about... Uh, about what's going on in the world. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, anybody who believes in something, believes in the truth, believes in fact, believes in what they feel is best for them and for the country and for the world as a person, and you're willing to have a conversation with somebody who you feel may be an awkward conversation or a conversation that just kind of you just don't want to have because you really like the person, it's like a rock with you, but at the same time, we really need to have this difficult conversation uh, that can go for any part of life, any kind of conversation. Shout outs to you. Uh, shout out to anybody who is ever listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who is listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it, save it for later. Listen to it, like, oh shit, this is dope. Send it to somebody else. They listen to it, they be like, oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And guess what? We are going to do this again because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. Just a-